0: This is Packers Live Sports Show with Benjamin Denton and John Hinton, and we're coming at you live from the WKNC Studios on the beautiful, awesome, amazing, fantastic campus of North Carolina State University on 88.1 WKNC HD1 FM,
1: Raleigh.
0: Oh yeah, I'm Benjamin Denton. I'm John Hinton. we are absolutely stoked thrilled, ecstatic to be coming at you live on one of the premier college radio stations in the nation, keeping you up to date with the latest and the greatest with all the NC State sports.
1: <laughs>
0: Arguably my favorite part of that amazing song. John, how's it going today? going pretty well benjamin how you doing i am doing fantastic i had a great start to my morning all right let's hear it i was getting ready for class late as usual right throwing my yeah. stuff together i grabbed a cheer wine and i threw it in my backpack but i happened to like the ox cord for my headphones stabbed a hole into it and so right. it was spewing cheer wine into my backpack so i got to shotgun a cheer wine to start the day wow. off yeah. And I can't imagine a better
1: start I'm, for a day. Honestly. I'm not I'm not sure how I feel about that. Cheer I, wine is amazing. Yeah, but it, it's really bad for you. But it it's so amazing. Much sugar. It's amazing. And honestly, at this point in my life, I can't imagine drinking a soda. Really? Yeah. I, I don't like soda anymore. I've grown out of it. Like wow. I mean I could I could taste it maybe. Honestly I might have I, to find a new show. Uh, my roommate for this and I show. went to the Grand Asia market a couple of days ago and got some Chinese soda. Mm-hmm. It's actually really good, and it's like like stuff that I haven't tasted since I went to China when I was like twelve years old, mm-hmm. and it was like it was really cool. But like Chinese soda is better than American soda. Okay, it All is. Right. I might You'll have, have to, to try find
0: it. a a different co-host. This is this is really really sad. Honestly, yeah. I can't believe you have such a terrible opinion. Mm. I'm yeah. in such a wrong opinion. First yeah, of all, I'm like Shannon Sharp, and you're like Skip Bayless, right? No, that no, yeah, absolutely. Wow, comparing me to Skip Bayless, yeah, and you didn't all even right. deny it. Let's what go. What a great, what a great start. Anyway, what's on the docket for today's show, John?
1: Uh, we're going to talk a lot about the NBA because you know this is opening week and it just got started. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to talk some football. We got a big, big game for NC State coming up tomorrow against Clemson, but of course, we also have a lot of non revenue sports for you. Volleyball, golf, rifle, wrestling, cross country, just to name a few, but we are going to get it started with men's soccer. Benjamin actually went to the big game last Friday. Tell us about it. John, listeners, tell us about it. (laughs) This was the greatest
0: soccer game in the history of NC State soccer. Probably the state of North Carolina, because Mm. we're not counting any other schools in North Carolina for great soccer. Just NC State. <laughs> we hosted the number one team in the nation, a team, John, that had outscored its opponents nineteen to five. That's mm-hmm. on average winning every game by almost four to one. They did have one loss coming mm-hmm. in. We were undefeated at home, John. We had an average of a th- over a thousand fans in attendance, which is still really good for soccer. And we had thirty-three hundred people, an attendance record wow. at the game versus UNC. I went an hour early to get a shirt, which I did. It's a great shirt. The student section was packed. The rest of Dale soccer field was packed. When the game started, all the seats were taken, and there were still people flowing in and sitting on the lawn on either side of the bleachers. Wow. It was a magical environment to have a premier soccer game in, and we pulled through because we won one to nothing in the greatest game in NC State soccer history, and it was I cannot talk about it enough, but it was a top three experience for me in sports at NC State. Wow. So, anyway, how it happened, <laughs> We in the first half, we really packed it in. No pun intended there. We had either 10 or all 11 players on our side of midfield almost the whole game. UNC was huge. They had really tall players. We do not. We have really quick players. UNC was also really quick. It just It looked like the number one team playing us. And their back line was so good, they could leave them isolated against our outside uh, strikers, Machado and Manny Perez, who are both great. And mm-hmm. they were perfectly okay with it. They outshot us in this game, John, 18 to 2,
1: 11 corners to R2. Yeah.
0: They just had possession at least 60 to 70% I mean, of the you time. You do
1: agree that, I mean, uh, we love NC State, you yeah. know, but UNC is the better team.
0: No, We, just we were the better
1: team that night.
0: Well, no, but actually, what you
1: just said—they outshot us 18 to two. We just got one break.
0: Well, yeah, because most of those shots came after we were up one to nothing. Our defense was insane, and yeah. so was our goalie,
1: Leon Cron. Oh yeah, no doubt about that. But I'm saying, like, it's not like we're going to win this game, and now we're number one in the country. Oh, yeah. yeah, I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: we have not lost which this is year, why,
1: which is why it's a more important game, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, you know, playing up to our opponent, playing up to the number one team in the country especially in a rivalry game like that and I mean UNCs are rival in you know every sport just mm-hmm. because they're UNC but it's not really a rivalry in a specific sport until the other like until you beat each other mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah like for the longest time uh like recently like uh it, Joel and B was talking about the Celtics Sixers and he was talking about mm-hmm. how you know it's not a rivalry because the Celtics always win it's kind of the same way until this game. And now we can almost say, like, you know, we're not there yet. We're not, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to be outscoring our opponents 19 to 5 all season. But, you know, th- this is a really big step for our program. That was a really good
0: comparison about the finally winning. This was our first win over UNC in Raleigh since 1997. Wow. That's before you and I were even born. And it's our first win over UNC. In six years, because the last time we beat them was in twenty thirteen. Is something? Is
1: before we were even born?
0: The last time that we celebrated a win in Raleigh Jeez. over UNC. Oh my goodness! So how it happened? David Loera is our best player. I've watched multiple games, and he is the motor to this team. He's a magician in the center midfield. He is so good in every way. he's just he's amazing to watch. He's a fan favorite, and most of the time he's looking to pass the ball. Nine times out of ten, he will yeah, dribble, mid, he set will up his teammates. dribble into the box and not even look to shoot. He is looking to pass, mm-hmm. and he gets. That's why he led us in assists as a freshman last year, and now as a sophomore is our best player. Right. But when it came down to a zero-zero game, UNC was in our end most of the game. Got a turnover on the back line. Dribbled the ball sixty yards down the field through multiple defenders. And it was at one point near the top of UNC's box where two defenders converged on Loera, but then their momentum took them past him. And then just, it was like the Red Sea opening as the ball was still sitting there right in front of him. He's like, oh, okay. And he just <laughs> ran it. And it was just one-on-one with him and the keeper. And the keeper guessed the wrong way and actually did not get a save the whole game because wow. we only got two shots. Only one, one on goal. One, one goal. on goal. And Loera, it was insane. The players ran in st- and stormed in the student section. I was right there. That was awesome. Then high five the students on the other side of the game. After this is after the game, other side of the field, and then the fans stormed the field for like a minute or no, like five minutes. There was people just jumping up and down, screaming on the field. It was amazing. Sounds kind of
1: like when we beat Duke in basketball last yeah. year. Honestly, yeah. But the no the center bit position. It's not a perfect comparison, but uh, you can kind of compare it to the point guard mm-hmm. in basketball, and sometimes. Your point guard has to get up there and throw it down. Yeah. And I mean, I'm obsessed with basketball. You guys know this, but that's basically what he did. You know, the point guard takes over. He stops trying to run the offense, does it himself. Mm -hmm. You know, goes Steph Curry on everybody, finishes, puts the game away.
0: Yeah, and the reason that Loera was able to do that is because he had Machado streaking down the left Mm sideline to his left, and the defense was playing for the pass to Machado, and they just weren't really attacking Loera with the ball. They were waiting for him to pass it. And he never did because of how they were playing off of him. And it was an amazing moment. My comparison, Mm -hmm. I was telling you before the show, would have been that three that Braxton Beverly hit from the top of the key against Duke as far as moment-wise. Yeah, Had it been later in the game, because it was in the 53rd minute, had it been like later, post-70 minute, it would have been even crazier and probably better Mm -hmm. than that moment. But it ended up being the game-winner, and you could feel it. You could feel it in the last five minutes as UNC was getting shot after Mm -hmm. shot. They got a penalty that had uh they had a, a shot from the top of the box, a free kick, twenty-two yards out, as close as you can get without it being a penalty shot. And the UNC player missed the goal by three yards. He mm-hmm. just
1: he just totally blew the kick. Yeah. Well, that's not necessarily a bad shot, you know, if you're trying to get it past the keeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, that's what happens with like UNC playing very conservative defense. They're taking they're taking a gamble that NC State is going to be playing conservative offense, you know, trying to hold mm-hmm. possession, trying to complete passes, things like that and i mean it's risky mm-hmm. you know to attack a conservative defense because they're generally prepar- prepared but if you get through you have to convert your chances and i mean like one goal on two shots one goal on one shot on goal that's just you know it's it's making the most of your opportunity it's, I literally it's very
0: efficient could have done the job that UNC's keeper did we just did not get shots their de- yeah. their back I'll line- too, to be
1: fair we would have shot a lot more if you were in goal well, the way soccer works is you you just don't get the shots. Well, I mean, I'm saying if you were in goal, they'd be shooting from half.
0: Probably. <laughs> but still, we just didn't have a lot of opportunities because of how like how we had to pack it in on defense. But mm-hmm. anyway, I've talked enough about it. It was it was just insane and our um we our next game was a bit of a letdown from that cuz we went to mm. nationally ranked UNCW. So on paper you you hear we lost to UNCW, but they're number 11 in the country. And we did end up losing that game three to nothing. You know, we outshot them seven to five, and we had eight corners to their two. So it kind of reversed the situation that we had versus the Tar Heels. Yeah. But I mean, UNCW is one four
1: straight. They're very solid. They've outscored
0: their opponents 33 to seven
1: this year. Yeah. Very solid. They're not in the ACC. I mean, yeah. They are in North Carolina, though. And I mean, the ACC is North Carolina pretty much in basketball and soccer. soccer. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Not UNCW exactly. transfer Football, on the basketball but... team. Yeah, CJ Bryce. That's going to yeah. be He's going to have a big season this year.
0: When is the um first game of the year for I don't the know, Men's but basketball? I do know
1: that uh, Midnight Madness is tonight. Oh, so, uh, yeah. That's going to be great. Mm-hmm. That's going to be great. Yeah. Anyway,
0: so after we did lose to UNCW, up next is our season finale Saturday night hosting number 24th ranked Syracuse and that is a
1: senior night. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. For, uh, for our team that night. Yeah, the first 100 students will get a free Bojangles chicken biscuit. And if we know anything about NC State students, it's that we love Bojangles. So come out and support. Mm-hmm. Get a chicken biscuit. Uh, it's also Heroes Night. The first 200 fans will receive a free NC State superhero t-shirt. And there will be halftime recognition for uh, some ROTC officers and their families. It's also Teacher Appreciation Night. A lot of promos going on. Uh, we do have seven seniors, though. Simon Blockco, Stephen Elias, Nick Retzliff, Tanner Roberts, Christoph Schnulli, CJ Sparks, and Adi Taiwo. And the game, of course, is at 7 p.m. So come out, support the Wolfpack seniors in their last home game, a very big home game as we are mm-hmm. hosting a ranked Syracuse team, a big ACC game, uh, preparing us for the postseason. Yeah, we are looking to make our second
0: consecutive NCAA tournament, which is... Insane, considering that for many years the program wasn't at that level. And now, just under the second year under Greg Kiefer's, we are looking to make his, what, 12th straight tournament because he Mm -hmm. made it for 10 straight years at USF before coming here. So, great hire
1: by uh, athletic director Debbie Yao. Yeah, that's no surprise. Moving on (laughs) to
0: women's soccer, we um, had a 1-1 draw with Florida State and that was down in Tallahassee.
1: Yeah, Sydney Wooten, our goalkeeper, she was the hero with 16 saves. This, was at, this is a very good result for a Wolfpack team that has not been quite as good as last year, need a couple good games. 16? Say what?
0: 16 saves? Yeah,
1: 16 saves. She went Tim Howard on them. Yeah. Both, both wow! goals for, uh Both goals for either team were scored in the second half. Taylor Porter came up huge for the pack. She scored just in the the last minute as time expired to send the game into overtime where we fought to a 1-1 draw. It's actually the first time since 2000 that we have drew or beaten Florida State. That so. is that is insane. 16 saves? 16 saves.
0: Wow. I want to make a, a Wooten pun, but <laughs> I can't think of one at the moment. Like, they
1: wouldn't score. Oh, well. Yeah, <laughs> I guess the top 15 team, too, that's not bad at all. Wow! Well, All right, next game, we went to Miami. Oh, Actually, no, it was a home game.
0: Hosted Miami, yep. and were able to win one to nothing.
1: Yeah, Kia Rankin, she scored her fifth goal of the season, an early goal to give us the lead. Miami couldn't really come back for that, even though they outshot us. Sydney Wooden, she was awarded the ACC Defensive Player of the Week based on her 16 saves, and she earned her 23rd career shutout after receiving that award, which definitely, you know, Solidifies her case for being ACC Defensive Player of the Year. She made eight saves, even though we were outshot by Miami 14 to nine. But the only score that matters is the goals, and that's one to nothing. One
0: to nothing. Speaking of yes, ACC sir. Player of Something, that made that reminded me that uh, our goalie Leon Krupp and David Loera for the men's team were so good versus UNC. Each of them won National Player of the Week. Well, um, uh. Crap won it for USC from USC, and then uh, Loera won it from the top drawer. So that anyway, both soccer programs did really, really well last week. Moving oh, yeah. on, for the first time, we can talk about swimming and diving in a dual meet this yes, season. Yes, sir. And we absolutely uh, mopped the pool deck, if you will, <laughs> with the.
1: South Carolina Gamecocks over in South Carolina. Yeah, the men won 198.5 to 99.5. Women had a similar score, 197 to 101. Coach Braden Holloway, he was quoted as saying, we didn't have any events that we really struggled in, in terms of the women. In terms of the men, he said uh, that they could have been a little better, but that he Mm -hmm. expects them to continue to improve. As the season goes on, this is, of course, Andreas Vizayas' senior year who is you know, one of the best swimmers in our team. In our program history, he continued to show his versatility. He took first in all three of his events, the 200 free, the 200 backstroke, my personal favorite, and the 200 IM. Freshman Nils Corstania, he picked up wins in both the 50 free and the 100 freestyle to start his NC State career, showing that we still have a great future in the sprint part of our program, which Brian is, of Hell, course, Junior. why we're so Maybe. good. Possibly. Colin. That, those are yeah. Ryan's
0: events right there. Ryan Frenzy Hill, Day. Colin Jones.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're a sprint program, so it's really good to see, you know, freshmen, especially international freshmen coming in and, uh, you know, winning the sprint events. I mean, he's going to, you know, he's going to be here for probably four years mm-hmm. dominating. I mean, he's not going to turn pro early right. for the NBA yeah, he assuming. went. He went sub 20. Uh, he's the first freshman in program history. To ever go sub twenty in the recruiting free. man <laughs> recruiting yeah 19.97 on a twenty or on a fifty yard free sell that's wait unreal first freshman and we just talked about Colin Jones Ryan Held Olympians
0: we're at one point freshmen here of course and he's already faster than they were
1: at the same point mm-hmm. in their careers the swimming yeah. and diving is insane James Brecher, Jack McIntyre Coleman Stewart Justin Rest they also earned valuable points. They won their events. The pac man swept the butterfly events, of course, as Brecher finished first in the two fly, and Coleman Stewart won the 100 butterfly. Justin Rest continued momentum from a successful summer with the USA national team. He also took place in took first place in the 100 backstroke with a time of 48.26, which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, uh Jack McIntyre led the way for the NC
0: State NC State distance swimmers as he picked up second place in the 500 freestyle and won the 1,000 freestyle with the time of nine minutes, 11 seconds, 11.51 seconds. Yep. Wait, nine, 10 minutes to
1: swim 1,000 meters? Well, 9, nine, eleven. 11. Yeah, that's about a, uh, what, a 53 second pace per 100? That's insane. Yeah, it's really insane. I don't know if I could walk that fast. You could.
0: I don't know if I
1: could. (laughs) You definitely could. Maybe you could, John. Uh, On the women's side, uh, Emma Muzzy and junior transfer Michaela Sargent, they were the top scorers for the Wolfpack women, picking up two first-place finishes apiece. Muzzy, she swept the backstroke events, and she was also the top finisher in the 200 IM. She placed second. Sargent, she made her Wolfpack debut with a second-place finish in the 1,000 freestyle, and she also won the 200 butterfly and the 500 freestyle. Three tough events mm-hmm. for a our, a new transfer Wolfpack swimmer. Yeah, um, Kylie Perry made
0: her return in the regular season, and she won the 50 freestyle with a 22-23. Mm. That's for the first meet of the season. Mm. That is a That's quick. That is a really good time. And the 100 freestyle with a 48-64, and both are top three in the nation in this very early season. Uh, Serena Rowe joined her, and she had placed second in both of those
1: events. Uh, freshman kylie alon she took first in the 200 free with a time of 148 went on to win the hunter butterfly as well uh freshman sophie hansen picked up victories in both the hunter breast and the 200 breaststroke with both of those both of her times in those events ranking fourth in program history it i mean on both the men's and women's side we have backstroke specialists we have Mm -hmm. breaststrokers we have butterflyers we have sprinters I mean, it's looking good. It it really is looking good right now. Tamila Holub, she also impressed among the returners. She finished in the top two of both both of her distance freestyle events, including a win in the one thousand freestyle, which with a time of nine
0: forty (laughs) nine point fifty seven, and that is currently ranked as the fastest in the nation right now. We keep saying win, but we were only playing South Carolina, and they're not going to really. Yeah, we're not going. They're not going to finish faster than us, and really. In really anything. So uh, moving on to diving. Uh, James Brady and Holt Gray uh, had a solid opening performance. They had...
1: Um, wait, wait. I'm missing something. They finished second and third in both the one meter and three meter dives. He uh, Brady posted zone marks in both of his events with a 311 on the one meter and a 356 on the three Gray followed suit as he recorded marks of 300 and on the one and three meter boards. Madeline Klein, she led the Wolfpack women on the boards as she picked up a second-place finish in the one-meter dive with a score of 264. She also placed fourth in the three-meter board with a zone mark of 284. All three of them qualified for postseason competition as their zone marks met the standards for the NCAA Zone Diving Championships, which will be hosted by Auburn in March. Wow. So one meet in already
0: qualified for the postseason. Yep. That'd be kind of weird if that was in other sports. Honestly, like yeah. Like not time or uh, distance-based sports. Like running and swimming are, have that kind of stuff. Right. They have those
1: marks. Yeah. Uh, we do have a beat tomorrow at Duke at 11 a.m. Uh, you can you know, go out to Duke's campus and support if you want. Or you could just tune in next week mm-hmm. uh, to the Packers Life Sports Show. You can always follow us on Twitter as well, at Packers Life NCSU. Once again, that's at Pack is Life NCSU. I like it getting the plugs
0: in. Also, if you have music that you would like like to hear, you can uh, at us on Twitter with a song, an artist, and if it's clean and if it's not super popular, we'll play it for you. Yeah. Moving on to cross country, we had the Wisconsin pre-national meet, which featured, as before, with the Nutty Comb Invitational, um, some of the best teams in the country. The women finished fifth, and the men finished 14th. In the 6K, the top finishers for the pack were... Ellie Hennes, Dominique Clermonti, Nell Cosby, Savannah Shaw, and Isabel Zimmerman. For the men's 8K, they uh finished 14th with the top finishers of Ian Shanklin, Gavin Gaynor, Joe Bistrich, Edwin Rudo, and Eli Moscovich. So um the women's uh Hennes was ninth overall. So mm-hmm. she's she was our our uh best uh, runner last year and she's continuing to do so this year. Mm-hmm. Moving on to wrestling, just a really quick note about that,
1: John. Uh, yeah, former NC State two-time national champion, uh, Nick Gwiazdowski, He will compete for the 125 kilogram title at the 28, uh, 2018 World Championships in Budapest, Hungary this weekend. He was a bronze medalist at last year's World Championships, so looking to be
0: at for two straight medals in that event. Uh, moving on to women's golf, we finished 13th at the Tar Heel Invitational.
1: Yeah, Laura Kowal, she shot uh 223 over 3 days tied for 39th. India Clyburn tied for 43rd overall with a 224. Uh not really uh much to talk about here. Uh we only have one more tournament for the rest of the fall season and then it gets too cold for golf as you might imagine. That is October 26th through the 28th. We close out the fall season in Wilmington, which is a nice place for if nice you place. want warmer weather. Yeah.
0: So, all right, so been out for that. That in was a year out. Women's golf. Now we have rifle. We had opened the season with a win over the Citadel, and now we had our first conference match of the year versus the number ten in the country. country the Akron Zips, and when there's five thousand points to be scored, when you can win it by five points, yeah, that is even closer than pretty much any other sport with a with a five point margin just there and we did just that winning 4664 to
1: 4659. Yeah, we had a team score of 2313 in small bore, 2351 in air rifle to compile our aggregate score. The Zips charted a 2318 and a 2341. So a plus 5 and a minus 10 adds up to plus 5 for the Wolfpack, minus 5 for the Zips. Kendra yeah. Jacobs had a career day with an aggregate total
0: of 1,183. That's again out of a possible 1,200 points thanks to strong scores in both the small bore and air rifle. That was the best overall
1: score for any individual athlete in the match. Spina also recorded a stellar aggregate score of 1167, fourth best in the match, second best in her career. Yep,
0: NC State is now 2-0 under their first-year head coach and 1-0 in the conference. Akron drops to 1-2 and 0-1 in the conference. Up next, for Rifle, they will uh, meet on October 27th, and we're going to Memphis, Tennessee, and for a matchup with our conference foe, the Memphis Tigers. Oh, yeah. that's Wait, There's this is going to sound dumb, but isn't there a song about, uh, with Memphis, Tennessee... In like one of the prominent lyrics, I can't remember it at the moment. There's a lot of songs from Memphis. Probably, I, I can't think. I'm gonna think of it at a random time. Okay. Anyway, that wasn't important at all. Interesting. I it, mean,
1: a lot of music comes from Tennessee, so I'm sure. I'm sure it's been mentioned.
0: Moving on to volleyball, <laughs> we did
1: beat Virginia um, three to one after losing the first set. Yeah, uh, we lost the first set, but rallied back. Tenny 10. Led the way with 15 blocks, uh, 15 kills, excuse me, and three blocks. Melissa Evans, similar stat line, 14 kills and three blocks. Kyrie Pickrell had 50 assists to lead the way for. That's a season high for her and a season high for anyone on the team. Obviously, next uh, we lost to number six ranked Pittsburgh, three to one. They were one of the only undefeated teams in the country at 20 and 0. We won the second set, which is actually only the third set. That Pittsburgh has dropped the entire season. Wow. But we dropped the next two. So, yeah.
0: Didn't you come up there Tough with the be. win,
1: but still a good showing oh, overall.
0: Yeah. That brings us time for our first song break, which I am very excited about this time because I got to pick the song, and it is actually approved by John. I had yeah, to run it, it by him first because I don't know if I have good taste in music. Yeah. You got to run it by John first, and he approves. This this new artist... <laughs> Um I found he's from Sas- he's from Canada Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan Canada. I knew that. I was trying yeah. to say it. But I he's knew from you knew it. His name is Coulter Wall and if you want to look him up it's C O L Coulter Wall. Yep. And he is like Colt McCoy. He might be a reincarnation of Johnny Cash. He sings folk music and he is just awesome. This is one of his uh, one of the songs that I happen to prefer called The Devil Wears a Suit and Tie. Hope you guys enjoy. This is pack is life Sports Show on WKNC.
1: Pack-Is-Life Sports Show, Benjamin Denton and John Hinton. We hope you enjoyed that. The Devil Wears a Suit and Tie by Coulter Wall. It's only 23 years old. The devil wears orange and purple this Saturday, though, as we are taking on Clemson. (laughs) That is actually a great transition. I love that. We're taking on Clemson at 3.30. Finally, not a noon kickoff. Sadly, it's not a home game, but you can watch on ABC. We have the third longest winning streak in the country. Behind Ohio State and Alabama. Behind Ohio State and Alabama. So... Once Alabama loses
0: in the next five years, mm. at some point we'll <laughs> yeah. have a longer winning streak than yeah. Alabama. Once we beat them in the national championship, so I'm saying Getting right now I'm gonna I'm gonna go right here and right. say that I I truly believe we will win this football game. Okay, I really 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 believe it because we've we've played Clemson really close the last like three or four years. Yeah, and. Going back, no, I'm thinking of the game we beat Florida State as the number three with Mike Glennon in Carter-Finley. Mm-hmm. But, like, we have not been trounced by the high-ranking teams like people In a thought. long, long yeah. time. We always, I think the best teams bring out the best in us, and I think that's going to be the and case. The, wor-
1: the worst teams also bring out the worst Yes, that's, yep.
0: the, uh, that's the other side of that coin yeah. there. But we're going to have, like I said last week, we have the edge at quarterback. This is the least experienced quarterback We faced at Clemson, Yeah, although he is very good. He's still the least experienced because every year, Clemson, between Deshaun Watson and Kelly Bryant, the last uh, few times we've played them, and especially with Deshaun Watson, they really had the quarterback edge, and this will be the first time we have a decided edge at quarterback with the best quarterback in the country in Ryan Finley, and we have a great one-two punch with Person and Gillespie. It's going to be tough to get yards versus that front seven of Clemson, but if we can rush for more than 80 yards... I'm telling you right now, that's the key for me. Get more than 80 yards rushing. We don't need 100 or 150, just not to be non-existent on the ground. And don't turn the ball over like Ryan Finley did last time out, which was very uncharacteristic of him. Yeah. Just don't turn the ball over and get more
1: than 80 yards rushing, and I think we're going to leave Death Valley. With a win, interestingly enough, we average 145 rushing yards a game, mm-hmm. but we are number 95 in the country in rushing offense.
0: Yeah, well, a lot of teams in college,
1: you know, yeah, like you have Georgia Tech and stuff, and like Navy, yeah. and Army, and teams like that that don't throw the ball at all. Clemson is number four in rushing yards with they average 281. They're number two in yards per carry. Yeah, so another We're key have there: to slow them down, slow them down in the run game. Yep. Now the the biggest factor in this game, uh, Clemson is ranked number fourteen in rushing defense. Mm-hmm. They allow just over a hundred yards per game, and that's versus that's, that's very impressive because Clemson has actually played a couple read option teams this season.
0: Yeah, but they've also not played any really good
1: teams um, yet. Yeah, but we're the have, best team that they've faced right neither now. Neither have we. Yeah, well, so um, you you if you're gonna. If you're gonna deflate those numbers because they haven't played anybody good, you have to deflate our numbers because that's we fair. haven't played anybody that's good. That's fair. We are what, a seventeen point underdog? Seven and a half. 17 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, both teams. If you're, t- if you're if you're a betting man or woman, bet I I'd I'd bet NC State to cover that spread. That's a pretty That's a pretty big spread. Pretty pretty big spread, honestly, considering I think we're gonna win. And considering we're undefeated if with we a win, senior quarterback. If we win? If we win. If we do, it will be, in my opinion, the greatest win in school history for the football team. I think that hindsight will tell us if we win, but we have to do something with the rest of the season.
0: Oh yeah. For sure, for sure.
1: Because if we win this game and then we, you know, lose three games in our stretch, then it's not gonna be, you know, the the biggest win in school history. That's but a valid point. I see where you're coming from.
0: This win, if we get it, would vault us like a gymnast into the Mm -hmm. national championship conversation. Mm -hmm. And the converse of that is I feel like people that didn't watch NC State would be like, oh, well, I guess Clemson wasn't
1: that good. They've been in what the playoff, what, the last two years or three years? Yeah. I think they've been. Well, they lost to Pittsburgh last year. And still got in. And still got in the playoffs. I mean, we're number 16 right now. I think if we beat Clemson, we are going to be ranked in the top 10 next week. Oh, for week. sure. There's no way they could not rank us in the top 10 to well, go to There's Clemson. a way. There's a way.
0: I mean, NC State is not... It's not Appalachian State. It's not a, a team that's not been good at football. We've been, yeah. been good oh, at I football know. since I'm just saying has came here. Yeah. I don't yeah. think we're going to get, like, disrespected in the polls. Like, say Duke was, in years past, yeah. had been... Like, they'd keep... If they won, no one would care because they're not good every year. I think we've been good long right. enough... That we'll get some respect if you know we get this win over Clemson, which yeah. again I think we will get. So I'm going to be
1: watching that game tomorrow.
0: You unfortunately will miss it.
1: Yeah, my my cousin's getting married, which um I would you know, I'm I'm excited for him. He's a Clemson fan, so couldn't he have picked a different I, day? John? I hope <laughs> he's a Clemson fan. So I hope that uh, honestly it's disrespectful. I hope he has a really good day. It's disrespectful in to one us. of two ways. <laughs> it's re- it's really disrespectful to us because he doesn't even. He, oh come he, on! He just
0: schedules his wedding. If it was versus a bigger, of uh, it was versus yeah, a bigger f- school. Funny story. Uh, he would have changed. Funny
1: it. story because his name's Matthew. By the way, uh, he's he's a state and Clemson fan, but he's more of a Clemson fan because his, he was raised a Clemson fan. Um, his uh his bride to be is a UNC fan. Oh no! He proposed to her at the state UNC game last year. Oh savage! And got booed. By the state fans because what? she was wearing a UNC jacket.
0: Okay, well, that's fair. Honestly, that is fair behavior.
1: Yeah. Don't come into well, Carter Finley. I don't know. I just, UNC I, just, jacket. I thought it said a lot about NC State fans. Well,
0: I mean, you don't come to you don't come to Raleigh. Like, I'm on NC State's campus all the time because I'm a student, obviously. So even when I'm not on campus and I see UNC gear, I just get I just get a little like a how
1: dare you. Oh my god.
0: And then I have to remember, oh, I'm not actually on campus. That's not yeah. to say that I don't see UNC gear on campus sometimes. Yeah. By yeah, the students mean, and the parents of the kids touring, I swear that's the highest percentage. They they wear their UNC gear on purpose. Their kids are seeing it, they want to come here and they're like, "I'm going to wear my Carolina sweater." Yeah. Here.
1: Yeah. We and they and they, and they didn't even go to UNC. They couldn't even get into <laughs> couldn't even get into Wake Tech, but okay. <laughs> that's that's besides the point. I mean, Nothing against UNC as an institution. No, no, nothing against. No, 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 no. no, I'm serious. Nothing against UNC as UNC as an institution, but half of their fans couldn't even get into ECU. Well, also you and and I I mean that half their fans have no connection to the university. I mean, and they like basketball. It's the way it is. Good old Roy.
0: We love Roy Roy Williams. Williams. I'm a a little bit ashamed to say on. An NC yeah. State radio but station.
1: But I, I think that it will be a very close game. I'm not going to predict an NC State win. I'm also not going to predict an NC State loss. Wow, I are you think, predicting a tie? Wow, are you predicting sarcasm? Well, you said I'm not going to predict a win. I'm going to talk loss. over Benjamin. I'm not going to predict a win or a loss because I personally don't know what's going to happen. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be decided by our defense against Clemson's offense mm-hmm. at the end. Just stopping and the run. Just. Well, I think it's going to come down to one possession. I think it's going to be like we take the lead. Clemson has a chance to either win or tie. It's going to be up to our defense to get the stop. Okay. That's how it's going to be. I can get behind if that we kind deser- of prediction. If we deserve to win, our defense will step up. If our defense doesn't step up, we don't deserve to win. You know what? And that's fair. Yeah. That is 100% that's- fair to say. So we will see how it all goes down on national television Tomorrow, starting at three thirty Eastern Time. Let's talk about the Panthers, though. Had a rough <sighs> week last week against the Redskins. Lost twenty three to seventeen. Moved our record to three and two on the year, and we got a tough one coming up on Sunday against the Eagles as well. Yeah, I mean, Eagles are three and three, but they're still the Super Bowl champions. They're still, you know, still got Carson Wentz, prolific offense. Mm. Yeah, I'm just thinking about the game on Sunday. That was yeah. I mean, to be fair, last
0: week on the show, I said this is the kind of game we would lose Mm -hmm. because I think the Panthers have a little bit of that NC State thing where the best teams bring out the best in them, but the worst teams. And Washington is actually a 50-50 team. Like, I saw this online where they're 2-2 in their last four, 3-3 in their last six, 7-7 in their last 14. They're like 16-16-1 in their last 33. Like, they have been win
1: and lose. Yeah. For the last like two 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 plus years, and Washington very well could be a playoff team. And at the end of the year, we could look back on this game and be like, "Oh wow, well, you know that's that's not the worst loss." It's in a game the world. we could have and should have had. Honestly, it's a game we should have had because we had three turnovers in the first half, two by DJ Moore, who I was I was glad the coaching staff let him continue to play, yeah. but I, w- I was r- severely disappointed in seeing Curtis Samuel on three step three snaps. We ran a screenplay to Manhurts, our Mm -hmm. third-string tight end, and Curtis Samuels on the bench. That makes zero sense. I I think this staff has proven, once we got rid of Shula... I think this staff has proven that we don't know how to use our players well and that we have too much talent to be scoring 17 points against the Redskins. Well, again, like you said, we did have three turnovers. Yeah. So that's not going to help the
0: offense. And it's not like... The interception was just the, the pressure. Funchess was open. That's sometimes... I mean, that's yeah, the life Cam, of an NFL Cam corner. Cam got hit
1: yeah. as he was throwing.
0: Funches had beat Josh Norman, and he just gets a gimme interception, even though he was beaten. Yeah. So, just because Cam gets his arm hit. So, that was... And it wasn't even really a turnover in the sense that we were going to have to punt it anyway. That was basically a punt, and I guarantee you, yeah, on yeah. a normal play, Cam doesn't even try to make that throw, except knowing it's third and long, and we... Yeah, that's it's true. It's kind of a punt. The other two... We're just DJ Moore uh, just trying too hard as a rookie. And I'll say right now. Doing too much, yeah. I am actually, uh, I forgot what player had said this after the game, but I concur, and I'm really proud of him yeah. I, in the he most sincere well way. I game. think I think that game may have saved his career in that <laughs> he's had a really quiet first few games of the year. Like, it was Calvin Ridley or DJ Moore if we're going to take one. Yeah. And we picked Moore. And yeah. Ridley's having just a touchdown machine career start.
1: In yeah. Atlanta, while playing with Julio Jones, which I think benefits him a lot. Yeah, I mean, Julio, by the way, funny, funny story, has zero touchdowns. Yeah. But he's also second in the league in yards. Yeah, because of all the coverage that he demands.
0: But back to DJ Moore, yeah. he had had really quiet start. And the la- um, New Orleans, he got one touch, got a touchdown. And you thought, oh, this is going to be when we're going to see DJ Moore featured in this offense as that first-round draft pick because he's clearly very talented. And like he didn't have that big week. And if he gets the first turnover and comes back and he got that second turnover and we don't put him back in, I think it's a guy that just loses his confidence and his mojo. And at the wide receiver position, it you need your mojo. It's yeah. why the best in the game have that mojo. And if he doesn't get back in yeah. and make some of the plays he made after two fumbles... I think this is a guy that becomes a Calvin Benjamin, not in that he's that terrible of a person as Calvin Benjamin is, but that he just becomes a guy that we eventually get rid of, even though we spent a first-round Yeah, round well, pick you saw him. it
1: last year with Kareem Hunt. He fumbled on his first touch after oh, yeah. the announcer saying he's never fumbled in, in <laughs> college or high school or anything like that. So, yeah, you just, you just got to have faith in your players, which, I mean, our coaching staff clearly had faith in DJ Moore, but, again, not in Curtis Samuel, not yeah. in Ian Thomas. McCaffrey got the ball, what? Seven times? Yeah, I mean it was, I not, see a, your it was point. not a good game from a play calling perspective.
0: I see your point. Yeah. But like I said, it's a game we should have had and with three straight incompletions yeah. at the end for Cam Newton. First one he did miss McCaffrey. I contend he was under pressure. No, he missed Olsen. The I was well, he went for McCaffrey in the end zone and Olsen had the first
1: down. Yeah. Is what I'm saying.
0: So he had McCaffrey, he just overthrew mm. him a little bit.
1: Yeah, but McCaffrey I mean, had even, a step even on the linebacker. We would have scored too quickly.
0: Yeah, but still, we would have scored. Honest, and I'll take Alex Smith driving against our defense. Like I would, Mm. I'll
1: score too early. He's not Aaron Rodgers. I'm not worried about giving him time. Aaron Rodgers gets something like he's he's sadistic, dude. He like doesn't try for three quarters, and then in the fourth quarter, he just rips your heart out. He is the greatest quarterback of all time.
0: Cam Newton did that versus the uh, Giants just two weeks earlier. Yeah, I know. With, he had a minute six and what, one timeout or no timeout? Yeah,
1: but we still needed a 63-yard field goal. Yeah, so we're
0: that kick away from being two and three. Exactly, so yeah. A little bit of false confidence with a three and one star off of that being a bit of luck from Graham Gano. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I see us beating the Eagles this weekend, though, to be honest with you. I see us scoring a lot of points. I think Torrey Smith's going to have two touchdowns against his former team. Oh, you, that one drive. Yeah. That one drive for catches. One thing we got. One thing we have to do is we have to throw it deep to our fast guys. We can't keep forcing these deep balls to Funches. Nothing against Funches, he's the best receiver on our team. Mm-hmm. But you don't throw it deep to Julio. You throw first downs to Julio. You throw it deep to Calvin Ridley. To That's what fair, we need to do. You do throw
0: it deep to Julio because he is super fast. But I see what you're saying. You get what I'm saying. We though. have faster guys. Yeah, exactly. You Samuel, did. Moore, McCaffrey.
1: All are significantly faster and quicker. Throw it deep to Curtis Samuel. Mm-hmm. That's what North Turner is known for, and we haven't seen it this year. The only time we're throwing deep is when we're playing behind. Two-minute drill offense this year, I think Cam Newton has only thrown one incomplete pass. He's got like a 127 quarterback rating. Yeah,
0: I like in the two-minute offense. I like Cam in the hurry up. Yeah, we need to run it. Like, normally. Maybe you could see that Funchess is the guy on this, besides Olsen, that Cam has had the longest. And Cam was missing Olsen. And, oh, boy, it was good to see him back. Oh, and yeah. It,
1: it was good to have Greg That Olsen was terrific. Back.
0: But, like, maybe he just doesn't have that trust in the younger, smaller, albeit faster wide I receivers. think it's
1: opportunities. Curtis Samuel wasn't even on the field. Cam doesn't control that. Yeah, that's
0: true. So... Maybe there's something we don't know in, yeah. the, in how he practiced all week or something. I agree with you. I would love yeah. to see oh, more of Curtis Samuel, yeah. but I will give Ron Rivera the benefit of the
1: doubt. Let me give you to my to hot coach. take real quick. We're, we're done with the Panthers. Oh, hit, hot take hit, hit about the it. NFL. Adam Thielen is the best receiver in the league. I haven't seen him this year. I have not, so he's I'm not He's number one in catches. He's number one in yards. He's number three in touchdowns. He's the best receiver in the league, and people always go, oh, he's, you know, this dude's a gym rat. He's the hardest-working receiver in the league. It's like, no, he's not. How are you going to say he's working harder than Antonio Brown? Because he, he Julio must not Jones, be as athletic. Than Michael Thomas. Well, it's not even that. It's just like... Well, you know, Jerry Rice wasn't the fastest 40 guy. Jer- Jerry Rice was the hardest-working receiver in NFL history. That's why he was the best. Mm-hmm. But,
0: like, saying that, you know what I mean... I get what you're saying. You that are saying I mean. Thielen but, is only good because he's scrappy. Yeah. He's cerebral. He just knows
1: the playbook like a quarterback. Exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's ridiculous. But I think he's the best receiver in the league. There is nobody in the league that I would take on my team over him. Really? Nobody. I think that's pretty cool for Minnesota to have him, both him and Diggs. Oh, yeah, because Diggs is right up there in the, they're both top 10 receivers I love, in the league. I love the ad with Stephon Diggs and the trash can. Yeah, and sticky yeah, yeah. funny. That's a great advertisement. Yeah.
0: Anyway, um, that's for the NFL. Moving on, I know you're really, 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 really excited. Oh, so let's, let's do start. our picks real quick. Oh, let's do, do our picks. picks. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Real, Good real call. quick. Good call. Good yep. call. Good call. Um, let's see. Last week you were two and zero. Oh yeah. I lost my perfect season by going one and one because I was either two and zero or zero and two, so yep. perfect or perfectly imperfect. What is your Lock of the week because I beat you to the game that we both
1: wanted. My lock of the week is the Browns over the Buccaneers because really? I, yeah, dude, I think I think Jameis has a Jameis game, and my upset of the week is the Bears over the Patriots. I, I I wrote that down. Um, I mine. I know, dude. I'm just messing with you. I my upset of the week is the Ravens over the Saints.
0: I would love to see that.
1: Yeah. I would. Okay. Yeah. Good one, John. Yeah. Good one. All right. What's your upset?
0: My upset is the Bears <laughs> over the. <laughs> I know, I, know. I know you <laughs> saw me write that down. Yeah but I think the Bears are really good and they're going to beat the Patriots. Yeah. Had the Patriots lost to the Chiefs, I wouldn't wouldn't even dream about picking the Bears because the Patriots don't lose too straight.
1: I I picked the Patriots to win last week. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Real, 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 real bold of you. Anyway, my lock is the boldest of bold. I'm going to pick the Rams. Mm-hmm over yeah. the Niners. who is a genius. C.J. Beathard at quarterback. I like C.J. Beathard. I do as well. Yeah, he's a He cool had dude. like a 70-yard rushing touchdown last year. It was insane. Yeah, I remember that. It was pretty cool. Okay, but, so now yeah. moving on, as I will go 2-0 this week, and John's going to go 0-2. <clears throat> NBA season has started up. First, before you get on your train about all the other NBA stuff, because you're a huge <laughs> NBA fan. Yes. Hornets and Bucks Yeah. Hornets are had the throwback court and the throwback jerseys for the season opener. Is that something they're going to be
1: doing the rest of the year? Is the
0: court going to look like that?
1: It's something that they're going to do on specific nights, but uh, the next game should be back to normal. It was the 30th anniversary, actually, Mm -hmm. of the first Hornets team in Charlotte so that's why they were doing everything throwback. If you haven't seen it you just have to google it. It was the court looked amazing. It's gorgeous. It looks like the jackets, you know, the retro jackets that everybody wears. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it looks it looks like a jacket. That's yep. the only way I
0: know how to say it. We were playing the Milwaukee Bucks and it came down to the last possession. We were down one. Kemba Walker drove to the basket, got the he defender. Had 41 by the way. Yeah. I mean, I will take 10 out of 10 times down one, Kemba Walker driving to the basket.
1: Yeah. I will take that action. Only problem is Nick Batum doesn't know how to hit the rim. Oh, on well, so Walker
0: missed. Yeah. Rebound went out to um I, someone, and then they passed it to Batum, yep. I think. And then he missed everything. Yep. On the uh, potential game winner. I, don't, I am...
1: He doesn't necessarily know how much time he has to shoot. I'm, I don't really I'm, blame him for that. I'm tired of Nick Batum. He's I being think, paid the most on the team And he is a liability on defense, and he turns the ball over on offense. Yes, he is. There is no reason right now to not try to trade him away. I don't have the stats to back it up. Oh, I would love to see Malik Malik Monk start. Malik Monk scored 17 on 16 shots, which is more efficient than he was last season. But, you know, he's ready. Put him in that moment. I guarantee you he would have hit that shot. Uh, Well, yeah, Monk had a three with like 50 seconds left that got us within one. Oh, that was gorgeous.
0: We were down between 15 and 20 points most of that game. Yeah, we had a nice comeback. We have a really good young team, and Miles Bridges um, was defending Giannis. Tough assignment for your first career game. Yeah, 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 no doubt. And that's why one of the reasons I like Bridges so much is because he's got the beef to really, really defend so many positions, and he's... Mm-hmm. He's going to be so, so good for us.
1: Yeah, I'm just tired of having players on the Hornets who can't score. Batum, can't score. Marvin Williams, can't score. Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, can't score. I know you're score. not about to hate on Marvin now.
0: He's a really good defender. He is our 3 Yeah, he's a good specialist. defender, but he
1: can't score. If he's, he's a, a three-point specialist, then why didn't he hit a three until the third quarter last night? Well, I mean, it's one game. It's one game, but it's a pattern that we've seen throughout his entire career with Charlotte.
0: I've liked Marvin Williams. Yeah, we're,
1: we're paying him too much. We're paying him too much. you got to pay somebody. Yeah, we got to pay Kimba. Kemba Walker a lot. No, we're not. We're going to after this year. Yeah. Which means we're going to have to trade Batum or we're going to have to like basically say, all right, no more free agents for four years. Well, I wouldn't be sad to see Batum go because we have so many guys on the wing. Yeah. In Malik Monk, Miles Bridges,
0: and Dwayne Bacon.
1: Also a really good player for yeah, us. Yeah, Dwayne, Dwayne Bacon's good. He's better than Batum is right now.
0: Mm. he is
1: <laughs> I don't know about he's that he's better than MKG I too I think you're
0: you hating on Batum a little a little much Dude, a little ba- biased Batum
1: there. I'm a Hornets and a Blazers fan Batum played on the Blazers and he was terrific and then they traded him to Charlotte and he has not been the same player mm. and we paid him like he was going to be that player I thought he's been pretty good for us but I can get behind the overpaid well you haven't been paying attention I watch their highlights every game yeah that's not paying attention it's one attention. game this year it's one game this so year. So did you watch last year? This I watched. Bats, this is how Batum looks in every game. He actually had five turnovers in the last 30 seconds of a one possession game last year. I guess I guess we five should call turnovers. Michael Jordan. We'll get We'll get no, Batum. Michael Jordan's a terrible owner. We can talk about that on another day. Let's talk about the rest of the NBA, though. Who's your MVP pick for the year? MVP pick is uh, probably going to be a surprise to most of you. Mm, I'm waiting. I'm going to make you wait. Okay. Nah, Devin Booker. Really? Devin Booker is my on MVP Phoenix? pick. Yes. On Phoenix. I think Phoenix sneaks into the 6 seed. Does the does the best player on a 6 seed win MVP? And Kobe Bryant did it. Yeah, but he was on the Lakers.
0: Team matters. It doesn't matter. Team does matter. It does not matter. It really oh, doesn't. It does, you though. think
1: it does. You think it does, but it doesn't. If it if it mattered last year, the MVP would have been LeBron. The MVP was James Harden. Because he played the best. Yeah, but the Rockets have been good since Harden was there, and the Fe- the Phoenix Suns have not been good the last... Yeah, but the Rockets didn't draft Harden. They traded for him. Yeah. He was already an established player. Devin Booker, this is his third season. He's coming I mean, into his prime. It's a bold prime. take by It's you. a very bold take. I also think he's going to be the scoring champ. Well, that's fair. I think he averages w- 30 w- a game this year. Really? I'm very serious. Man, we could have had him. Yeah, we could Oh, let's not talk about that. Donovan Mitchell. Oh man, love. We could add him too. Oh my goodness, I love Michael Jordan. What a great owner. He makes great decisions. Iron size twenty twenty. I like the Malik Monk and Miles Bridges pick. Yeah, we
0: picked the the uh, the guy at the other Bridges. I think. So we got out of Me- Villanova. Mikael
1: Bridges. Did, did, he's, he's on the Suns. Yeah, also. we traded. No, That's we on. didn't.
0: We pick. We didn't pick Bridges.
1: Oh, we no, picked we, the point picked, guard out of Kentucky. No, we picked Miles Bridges. No, we, we picked. We the point picked guard. Shea uh, SGA. And then, and, trade and then we traded him for Miles Bridges, which uh, it's a good fit for both teams. Yeah, Like SGA, he, he's looked pretty good, honestly, in his first game for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I see. You know, they're on the way up. Uh, defensive player of the year this year. Ooh, good question. I think uh, I think Depoy is going to go to Kawhi once really? again. Yeah, I think Kawhi is back. He's 100%. In the north. In the north, dude. Kawhi is going to re-sign with the Raptors. People really think, don't think that that's going to happen. I think Kawhi really just had a problem with the Spurs medical staff mm-hmm. because of the way they handled his injury because they didn't handle it right. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They'd handled you know, injuries correct for years. They didn't handle him right. He's going to um, he's going to re-sign with mm-hmm. Toronto. He's going to win Defensive Player of the Year this year. I really believe so that. So would you say that Kawhi will have the last
0: laugh? Boom! What? Get it? Cause Kawhi's oh, laugh yeah. went viral uh-huh. in the off season.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, yeah. That,
0: that's what you should have done. Uh-huh. Rather than
1: the I don't get
0: it. That was yeah. a great joke. No,
1: it really wasn't. That was a fantastic like, joke. You're yeah. wrong, John. But I think um and I, I think Kawhi leads the Raptors to the one seed. I don't think they make the finals, but I do think they get the one seed. I think Kawhi went to the, the Celtics? Yeah, I think they're gonna get the one seed, but I think the Celtics are gonna make the finals. I don't see the Raptors getting
0: the one seed over the Celtics. I think the East has been handed to Boston. They almost beat Cleveland last year without Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. Yeah, that's true. There is, I mean, it's, again, very, it's
1: very true. Yeah, it's very I, true. But every year is different. Kawhi Leonard replacing DeMar DeRozan is a much bigger, like, I'm not saying you, but it's a much bigger, like, thing than people realize Mm -hmm. like it's huge you have to have that power or that small forward who can dominate and take over a game in order to win a championship the celtics have a future with jason tatum a -hmm. future star small forward uh the lakers have it Mm -hmm. lebron the warriors have it with kd Mm -hmm. uh the rockets don't have it they're not going to win a championship they're not going to,
0: and I said this last year, as long as James Harden is the best player on a team, they're not going to win a championship. I disagree
1: with that, but I don't think they're going to, I agree with you in that. I don't think they're going to win a championship this year. I think they traded, I think they they decided to sign Carmelo and not sign Trevor Ariza and that right there, that one decision takes them from a contender to a pretender. Yeah, didn't Ariza go to the Suns? Yeah, and he went off. He's nice, dude. Mm-hmm. Hit like 5'3". Oh. TJ th- Warren, by the way. Playing for the Suns. Don't you mean Look. TJ Buckets? TJ Buckets, dude. TJ looked good. He averaged 19 a game last year, shooting 22% from three. Knocked down four of six from three on his way to 21 points. He's got to be a problem. He's mm-hmm. going to be a problem, honestly. I think I think he's going to have a breakout year. People are going to remember his name. Dennis, well, by mean, the way. In this area, yeah. people are remember his name anyway. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but Dennis, by the way, I watched him, uh, the Mavericks game. Mm-hmm. He looked all right. You know, a little bit of shot chucking, a little bit of Westbrook. In it's also just one game out of eighty-two. It's also just in, one yeah. game, yeah. But I mean, Luca too. But yeah, yeah. I I just can't
0: believe the hate for that that Ro- joke. That that uh, Kawhi joke was really good. Rookie of the year, by the way, DeAndre
1: Ayton for the really? Suns. Yes. Yeah, I take Doncic in Dallas. Doncic. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. That's Sorry all we I have for you. For so much at the end. No, <laughs> it's NBA.
0: I I'm I'm listening. I'm the I just I just wanted the one the the laugh joke was really good, John. Yeah. This hater's going to hate. It wasn't good. All right, all right. That's It was. It wasn't good. It was.
1: Ben's it, losing his temper. Y'all well, can't see it. It was but. a
0: really good joke. Anyway, uh, that's all we have for you guys this week. I'm Benjamin Denton. I'm John Hinton. Bye, y'all.